Hi, and welcome to Travel Tips Tuesday. My name is John, and this is a podcast where it is my goal to serve you well by providing you up-to-date, creative, and personal travel tips to make the best out of your travel goals. We hope that you enjoy the episode. Hey, and good evening, everyone, and welcome back to Travel Tips Tuesday. Thank you again for joining me tonight and hopping on. Uh, if you do, pop on tonight for the live version of Travel Tips Tuesday. As you know, it does go to podcast. Please let me know that you're here. Uh, let me know that you're watching. I'd uh, love to say hey, and if you have any suggestions, if you have any comments, if you'd like to contribute to the discussion at all in any sort of way, um, please let me know because I love bantering and talking back and forth. It's a lot of fun to me, and I thank all of you for listening in each and every week. Um, thank you for those of you that have left reviews on uh, Apple Podcasts, and also for those of you that have left reviews on uh, my travel page as well. It's it's a lot of fun just for me to see that. It's encouraging uh, for me to see that as well. So let me know that um, I, I've helped you all along the way. So some of you may be tuning in because last week I promised a little giveaway that is coming. Um, but just to kind of hold you in suspense for a little bit, I am going to save that uh, for the end. I did want to mention, you're probably wondering, okay, why are you wearing a ridiculous t-shirt? This is one of my favorite shirts. It's actually the only... Um, kind of Star Wars Disney mashup shirt that I have. I bought this at Tatooine Traders at Hollywood Studios many years ago, um, and we just kind of thought it was funny because a Stormtrooper was trying to eat a Mickey Premium Bar and can't get it inside his helmet. So there's that. Um, but So that, that, was, that was one of the reasons why I wanted to wear this was because of uh, the giveaway that we're going to have here in just uh, a little while. Also, uh, because Star Wars Galaxy's Edge is about to open at Walt Disney World. So I know some folks that have been there for cast member previews, some that actually are cast members, and some that uh, are friends of cast members that have been there um, that are so excited to see what was going on. So uh, in just a few days, that's going to be open to the general public, uh, and we're going to get a chance to kind of peek behind the curtain and see what's been going on uh, at Star Wars Galaxy's Edge at Disney's Hollywood Studios at Walt Disney World in Florida. So we're very, very excited excited uh, about that. So I was thinking about, uh, trying to think about a topic for tonight. I've got a list of different things that I'm, that I'm working with, and this particular topic is actually not on that list, but it is something that people talk about and, and deal with and think about all the time when you go to Walt Disney World, uh, because it's just kind of one of those sort of stereotypical experiences, especially if you go late spring, uh, summer, into, into late fall, you will deal with rain it's a given it's going to happen so you know you can prepare yourself you can you know bring your ponchos bring your stroller covers if you have strollers and you know bring extra uh you know change of clothes or shoes you know quick drying shorts and shirts stuff you know those those sorts of things uh there's all sorts of different hacks that you can do to be ready for the rain itself but what about the day itself what about you know the things that you you're going to do the 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 attractions the food and all those sorts of things how can you continue to have a great day even though it's rainy why why even go to the park in the first place and I can't remember who it was that said this uh, when I commented first on Facebook a couple of days ago on my feed. Um, you know, one person actually said, go to the parks, right? Don't shy away from them. You know, rain does something weird to, uh, to, to our mentality. We don't want to be out in it. You know, drivers usually are not as, as sane during the rain as we know. Um, life just generally isn't the same outside, especially when a lot of what you're doing outside um, – is is 
is weather dependent. You know, like for for example, at Disney, a lot of the roller coasters they have, uh, some of the nighttime spectacular shows, some of the parades, uh, other outdoor, outdoor activities that they'll have are, you know, weather dependent a lot of times. You know, if it's lightning, if it's raining, some of those activities cannot happen. They will, they will not go on. And in some cases, certain rides will be shut down if the conditions uh, are severe enough. The park very well may remain open, but certain attractions may shut down due to weather and circumstances. But I promise you, hang out. You're going to hear a lot of different things that you can do when it rains. And I actually suggest for you to go to the park, especially if you know there is a rainy day in the forecast. Go with real expectations, but also understand that, you know what? You're probably going to have more of an opportunity for some of those hard-to-get dining reservations that you wanted. You're probably going to have more of an opportunity for some of those hard-to-get fast passes that you wanted. Uh, because people are going to see, oh, it's raining, I'm not going to go to the park today. So that's going to take away a lot of those annual pass holders and probably the people that live closer because, you know what? They'll wait for another sunny Florida day. They've got a lot of them. They live there. So the parks generally are not as crowded uh, on rainy days. So it's a great opportunity to go. So let's let's get into it. During spring and summer and early fall, again, you want to prepare yourself for that. These This does happen other, other times of year. Um, but, you know, for rainy days in the parks, you want to be aware that, aware that those times of the year, uh, it's, it's almost a given that it's going to happen. So you do want to bring ponchos if you have them. You can buy them in Disney gift shops, but you will pay a premium. You know, even if you get down there, if you can send somebody on a Target or Walmart run, um, do that because you'll save a lot of money buying them outside the parks versus inside the parks. Now, the ones you do get inside the parks are, might be a little bit higher quality, and you can keep them. I've still got some that we bought probably 10 years ago, uh, but they will cost you a little bit more. So just pack smart. You know, pack an extra pair of clothes. Um, that if you can pack them tight with you, if you know it's going to rain, those sorts of things, um, and you'll be fine. Oh, and one little hack that I do want to tell you, if your shoes uh, do get wet, if you're wearing closed-toed shoes, like tennis shoes, running shoes, uh, those sorts of things, and your shoes do get wet, of course, you know, try and you know loosen the string, loosen the strings on them, and pull the shoe tongue up just so they're wide and open. The air can get in there as much as possible. Pull the insole out. And one thing that you want to do if you can is crumple up newsprint, stuff them inside your shoe, and that will actually help dry them out a little bit faster than if you were to just you know stick them by the vent in your room or something like that. So um, that's just one little hack for you if you didn't know that. Some people do, but just wanted to share that. I thought that might be helpful. So. Let's talk about rainy days in the parks. We're going to spend some time talking about rainy days in the parks, uh, also Disney Springs a little bit, and um, also some non-attraction uh, things as well. So, uh, Magic Kingdom. So, one of the things that Magic Kingdom is known for is the 3 o'clock parade. So, it's had various forms over the years, uh, various, you know, kind of characters and floats and different things. The, the big thing now that has been brought back over the past few months is the big Maleficent. Um, float contraption. I mean, it's, it's an incredible thing. If you've never seen it, you know, YouTube Male Maleficent at the Parade of Magic Kingdom, you know, it, it breathes fire, the head moves around. It's just an incredible thing um, to see. So I highly suggest seeing that. If you've never seen that parade, uh, it's a lot of fun. So the parades, if it rains, those kinds of things cannot be out there. So one of the things that they will do at Magic Kingdom, they have something called the rainy day cavalcade. So they'll take some of the main street vehicles, these kind of old timey vehicles, and they'll load them up with a bunch of Disney characters. And they do their own little kind of mini parade show sort of thing. Um, and it's a lot of fun. Kids enjoy it. Um, other folks enjoy it. 
And, you know, it's, it's one of those things that's, you know, it's not the big, fancy, long parade with tons of people marching in it and, you know, characters on big, magnificent floats. But you know what? It's, it's still pretty magical. And kids genuinely uh, love those experiences when, when they do go on. So the Rainy Day Cavalcade. Um, the second thing at Magic Kingdom are the indoor attractions. And this is something that we're going to talk about at all of the parks. Indoor attractions. There are a lot of indoor attractions. You go to these big theme parks like uh, Six Flags or, or Kings Island or uh, any of the Cedar Fair or Cedar Point um, kind of places. You know, most of those attractions are outside. Big roller coasters. Um, and, you know, if there's lightning in the area, boom, they're shut down. But at Disney, one of the advantages of going there is that you'll have a lot of attractions that are indoor. Even some of the roller coasters are inside, like, hello, Space Mountain, right? It's a lot of fun. So uh, other attractions indoors, Pirates of the Caribbean, Haunted Mansion, Hall of Presidents, Monster Inc. Laugh Floor. Uh, of course, I mentioned Space Mountain. And there are many others that are out there in the Magic Kingdom. I mean, I, you know, you could spend days uh, in the park itself and not get to every single attraction that they offer so uh indoor attractions for sure is a biggie let's move on to epcot so epcot indoor attractions there soren uh the seas with nemo and friends frozen ever after um you know the 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 living with the land uh attraction there, there are many many others um mission space so there are a lot of others that are that are there uh, that uh i i am a big fan of that that i love and, and personally i like to take my time uh, through Epcot. Hope says in the Tiki 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 room, yes, absolutely the Tiki room um, for sure. Love the Tiki room. Great air conditioning on a hot day and a great place to go on a rainy day too. So uh, a lot of fun. And that song, like for me, is number two on the list of songs that will get stuck in your head only behind It's a Small World. So if you agree with me, just give me a thumbs up or something. Um, so again, indoor attractions. At Epcot, Sorns, The Seas of Nemo and Friends, Mission Space, Frozen Ever After. Um, there, there are many others, the Living with the Land Ride. There are many others that are there that uh, are, are a lot of fun to do. And I like to take my time through Epcot. Uh, sometimes people look at Epcot as kind of a half-day-ish park. We talked about that last week a little bit, what a half-day park is. Is that a thing? I personally don't believe it is. I think you can spend as much time as you want to in any of the parks. Um, there's a lot of stuff to see at Epcot. It's a great place to go if you want to learn about other cultures. And even if it rains, if you don't touch any of the rides at all, some of the gift shops there are huge, especially the one at Japan. It kind of goes on and back and back and back and back, and you sort of get lost in that place um, a little bit. But there's a lot of things to see, a lot of things to do, uh, a lot of things to experience at Epcot. And one of the other things that's unique there at Epcot, uh, talking about learning about and experiencing other cultures are some of the short films that are available in some of the countries that are narrated by some celebrities that you may know, um, like Martin Short has done the one in Canada. Um, there are several other films at some of the other pavilions there as well uh, that have been updated in recent years. Uh, they're not the original ones that were shown when the park first opened, uh, but they're really cool. They're really neat and kind of gives you a different perspective and, and flair. They're a great place to go and kind of... Um, step back and take a break uh, from the day. Ben is saying that the front half of Epcot has plenty to do in the rain. Uh, the World Showcase would kind of stink in the rain if I'm prepared. Absolutely. So, you know, starting off at the beginning of tonight's conversation, uh, we're talking about, about being prepared in the rain, but also being aware that when you go to, uh, you know, when you go to the parks, if you're not prepared, if you just get stuck in a pop-up shower or say, 
you know, you've taken Disney's Magical Express and you've t- make it made a beeline for the parks because you want to maximize your time there and you get stuck. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff to do um, inside. You know, right when you get to Epcot, hello, Spaceship Earth, giant golf ball is what most people call it. Uh, even though it's actually a geodesic sphere, I think is the technical term for it. Um, but Spaceship Earth is right up front. There's some activities to do right when that ride uh, gets out as well that are interactive. Uh, of course, there's mouse gears and there's some other things there that with the refurbishments of Epcot that are coming uh, for the big anniversary that's going to be coming up soon for Walt Disney World in the next couple of years. Uh, there are some refurbishments going on at Epcot that is going to affect some of those things at the entrance uh, to, to Epcot. Some of the interventions area, um, places like Starbucks, Club Cool, and some of the other things will be affected there. But Ben is still right. There are still a lot of things to do uh, at the entrance to Epcot. So Disney's Hollywood Studios. So Disney's Hollywood Studios has a lot. Um, it, it's been changing a lot over the past probably decade. As certain attractions that were there when the park opened um, have been phased out uh, to where they are now adding new lands like Toy Story Land um, and also Star Wars at Galaxy's Edge, as we've mentioned uh, as well. So there are a lot of great, awesome shows uh, that have been there over the years and some fun things to do inside, like the Tower of Terror. I mentioned that up top. I was a cast member there for a little while. You've heard me talk about that before. Uh, Rock and Roller Coaster, right next door. The new, um, the new Cars attraction, Lightning McQueen attraction that's right kind of behind Tower of Terror, sort of over next to Rock and Roller Coaster is really cool. Uh, the animatronic Lightning McQueen there that they have there is really, really neat. Uh, the Frozen Sing-Along show they have at Disney's Hollywood Studios. Even over in Toy Story Land, you've got Midway Mania that's inside. But, of course, right when you walk in the park at Disney's Hollywood Studios, you can have a strip of stores that you can walk through and look and see what they've got there um, and a lot of other really cool things to do and kind of explore in the area. So um, Disney's Hollywood Studios is a fun park and definitely one that you don't want to miss. Um, you know, some of the latest, greatest stuff at Walt Disney World is, is there or is about to be there, is about to open. So definitely check it out. Um, Disney's Animal Kingdom. So there are a couple of things I want to highlight there, and that is the Festival of the Lion King, which I personally have never seen. I was about to see it in May, so this is one of my like Disney bucket list things. I'm sure those of you that are that are listening to this are like, okay, well, why haven't you listened to this? <laughs> why haven't you done that? I mean, you've been, you've been there. You were a cast member there. Why haven't you been to uh, Festival of Lion King? So I got harassed the other day on Facebook, uh, if y'all remember about um, not seeing um, not seeing some other popular shows. So uh, I, the Voices of Liberty, that's what it was at Epcot. And a couple of my travel agent friends, as well as a cast member who's in that show, called me out on it. Uh, so the next visit to Walt Disney World, I'm going to have to do that <laughs> and check that one off the list and hopefully some other things that I haven't done yet. So Disney's such a huge place. Uh, there are things that have been there for a long time that I haven't done. And there's some new things there that I haven't done. So uh, there's some things that I've done that, that, that are no longer there that I miss so, um, as well. So Animal Kingdom talked about Festival of the Lion King. Great show if you love the Lion King story. Uh, if you like the Broadway production of it, you need to see this. Uh, it, it, it will be an awesome show for sure. The next thing is the World of Avatar. Both attractions there, Navi River Journey and also Flight of Passage. With Flight of Passage, the, the technology that has gone into that show, uh, excuse me, gone into that production, uh, that attraction makes it feel like a production in a show. It really does. It is so immersive. 
Um, it's not just like a thrill attraction, but it makes you feel like you're part of of the journey uh, of of what is going on and what is being portrayed uh, in that story. Because if you if you know anything about Disney, everything that they do everywhere in the park is part of a story, and you're immersed in it. Uh, you, you're not uh, you're not viewed as as a consumer per se as part of the story. You're you're meant to be feel like you're part of it when you go through the queue line. Uh, so you're meant to be part of it once you step on property. So uh, that's one of the things I love Disney. It's an all immersive experience, and it's and it's a lot of fun. So again, we're talking about rainy days at Disney, uh, what to do in the parks. Also, we're going to get into the resorts here in a little bit, and talk about some non-attraction things, not just gift shops, because yes, everybody knows you go to the gift shops to catch some AC, and you go there to gather rain, right? There's gift shops everywhere at the end of the attractions on the main. Street, you know, main streets, right when you, you get there, the main entrances, there's gift shops galore because Disney wants you to buy their stuff, right? And that's where you go to get the ponchos if it rains, too. So, um, as an agent, it's my goal to kind of help you prepare and know what to do when uh, it, it does rain. It's pretty common knowledge for a lot of people, but uh, there are some tips and tricks to kind of make things go a little bit smoother um, at Disney and to kind of help you think strategically. Uh, about your day and be aware that you know weather does affect certain attractions uh, as I mentioned earlier uh, that that will be you know may or may not be happening um, there might be a modified version of said attraction or show uh, it might not even happen at all it might be delayed so depending on the situation that that could vary so if you have questions about that and you're worried well I want to make sure I catch this you know how do I plan around that you know those sorts of things uh, please let me know I want to I want to help you uh, with that, I want to help walk you, walk you with that, or walk through uh, those things with you. Another thing is, you know, you need to think about uh, as you're talking about rainy days and even just dealing with the unexpected in the parks. Uh, you want to think about the kind of planner that you are. Some folks like to plan things down to the T. They like every single bullet point, you know, filled in every single minute and time slot down to bathroom breaks and what time you're going to finish brushing your teeth and all these different things. Uh, if you're a military family, you may be that way. Even if you're not, you may be that way. That's totally fine. Uh, on my family vacations, we had our bathroom stops scheduled literally down to the minute, how much time we could spend at gift shops, how much time we were spending to eat, and you know all these other different things. So um, people do schedule trips like that. I personally like to kind of go with the flow sometimes if I can, but I like to be prepared. So it's about having realistic expectations, I think, is the, is the biggest part of it. And again, being flexible. So planning well and being flexible, those are my two kind of magic things there. So my main point for today's conversation, though, is that I want to help you be ready, even if it rains on your parade, so to speak. Uh, we've already talked about uh, the rainy parades earlier, so if you're just jumping in, rewind a little bit, and you can hear back about that. So we talked about the four main theme parks. Let's talk about uh, some non-attraction things that you can do uh, besides uh, gift shops. Uh, per se, and I'm talking about just the gift shops like at the end of the attractions and in the parks. Um, character dining. Character dining is an experience that you can have where you are guaranteed to meet characters. And again, if you remember I mentioned earlier that a lot of times, especially if it's going to be basically all rain all day long, um, those character reservations are more than likely going to be uh, available. People will cancel them. They'll eat the cancellation fee unless it's a you know pay in advance, lose all your money kind of thing. Which there are very few of those. There are some. Uh, there are very few of those. The, cance the cancellation policies with dining vary uh, between some of the reservations that you may 
may not have, depending on what kind of dining reservation it is. So if you have questions about that, it's another thing that I can do as a travel planner to help you understand uh, the dining policies. There are pros and cons to having the dining plan uh, in those sorts of situations as well. So that can actually work uh, in your benefit if you have a dining plan. So um, ask me about that. We'll love to talk to you about it as far as the booking policies go and cancellation policies and things of that nature. So um, character dining, you, know, you can meet Mickey and friends. You can meet Pooh and friends. There's a lot of others that, that you can meet, uh, Chip and Dale. Um, pretty much it, 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 it all the parts, there's going to be some sort of character meal interaction be it with some of the, the mask characters or even some of the face uh, characters like the Disney princesses, for, in, for instance, and some of the princes that are, that are there. Um, there are opportunities for those all over, there, all over the parks uh, and, and even at some of the resort hotels as well. Uh, I did mention shopping, so I mentioned we weren't going to talk about gift shopping, but um, Disney Springs is Disney's, uh, you know, kind of uh, entertainment and dining and, and shopping area you don't have to pay anything to get into it and if you're staying at a resort hotel uh, you can hop on a disney bus and head straight there and hang out explore the world of disney the biggest disney merchandise store so it's not so much of a gift gift shop per se so much it is as it is a merchandising store so there's a lot of really cool stuff there for you to get your hands on and experience you know some take-home things some things that you will have seen in the parks some things that are not in the parks that are there um, and there's just a lot of other stores there. There's kind of a higher end uh, sort of section of Disney Springs as well. We can get some of your uh, other shopping done if you like. Um, there's some non, a lot of non-Disney themed stores, some, some mainline sort of stores that you might see at your malls back home um, that are there as well. But there's a lot to explore and a lot to see and a lot to do that is probably not back home. So I like to just go to Disney Springs, again, even if it's in the rain and kind of hop from store to store so you're not really in the rain long um, and just sort of look around maybe grab a bite grab some ice cream or you know a Starbucks or whatever the case is so imagine ice cream have to go to Ghirardelli at Disney Springs just just trust me if you haven't done that before go to Ghirardelli yes like the chocolate from California they have a Ghirardelli ice cream shop there that is very 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 good highly recommend that so again other things away from the parks that you can do besides shopping and dining, you can actually go to Disney Springs and catch a movie. So if there's a Disney film that is not on you know, TV yet, but it's still in the theaters and you wanna see that, uh, there's an AMC theater at Disney Springs that you can go and see a movie there. Um, also, some of the things that you can do at the parks and away from the parks, um, you can actually take at animation classes. And this is not, like back in the day, you could do those at Disney's Hollywood Studios. And uh, now, I believe you can do them, um, I want to say Rafiki's Planet Watch that just reopened recently that's located over at Disney's Animal Kingdom. Um, they have some animation classes there. You can learn how to draw some of the characters from Lion King. But also, at Disney's Art of Animation Resort, they have animation classes as well. And here's the kicker. You do not have to be staying there in order to go and do that. And you're probably saying to yourself, self, you know, what do I do? How do I get there? If, if I'm not staying at that resort and, and I want to go do that. Well, there's a few ways. Um, you could Uber, you could Lyft, you can minivan, you could drive a car if you have one. Uh, you could also take one, your bus to Disney Springs uh, and hop on the bus to RV Animation there, or you could take it to the Ticket and Transportation Center and hop on bus there and go that way. That does take a little bit of time um, to do that, but you know it is one way to do it for free where you wouldn't have to pay anything extra for it. My suggestion, if you want to, if you want to go resort hopping, um, which is kind of what 
you call it if you're staying at one resort or you're just kind of going to explore some, um, is, is do one of two things. Either go to uh, Disney Springs and hang out and shop, spend some time there, and then hop on a um, hop on a bus that'll take you to Art of Animation or wherever else you want to go. Uh, or say, for instance, you want to explore the resorts around the monorail loop. Um, hop a bus, and this is something else that you could do. Just explore the resorts. There's lots to see, especially at the deluxe resorts. You can go on a bus and go to the Ticket and Transportation Center or one of the three resorts around the monorail loop, the Contemporary, uh, Disney's Polynesian Village Resort, or the Grand Floridian. And just, again, you can ride the monorail loop, so there's a you know ride for you with the monorail there. Uh, you can see a lot of the really cool things that, that there are to see. Each of those hotels has some amazing theming, and it's a lot of fun, especially around the holiday season. Especially around the holiday season. I cannot emphasize this enough. I've talked about this a lot. Um, but the holiday season is one of the best times of the year to go to Disney because of the way that Disney pluses everything. Um, the, the grand you know, Christmas trees that are in some of the atriums of some of the magnificent hotels and uh, even outside in some of the parks and some of the Christmas or you know, holiday-themed goodies that, that they'll have and some of the music and different things that you'll see, even some of the characters and some of the decor um, that's just really neat to, to experience. I recommend that. Um, also, a few other things that you can do outside of the parks, and this is kind of a, a given. Haven't mentioned this yet. Take a nap. You're tired, especially if it's in the middle of your trip. Go back to your resort. You know, take a nap. There's nothing like a good rainy day nap. You know, just re-energize yourself so you're ready to go when the rain stops. Highly recommend that. I already talked about exploring some of the resorts. Uh, again, especially the deluxe resorts have typically have a lot more to see and to experience and some of the moderate and value resorts even though some of the moderate and value resorts do have some pretty cool things to experience as well like i mentioned art of animation is a value resort they have animation classes there it's a beautifully wonderfully themed uh, resort hotel uh, love that place and the last thing that you can do and this is very popular to do inside the parks but you can also do it outside the parks as well and that is hunt for hidden mickeys a lot of the resort hotels um, even will have a sheet that you can go to the front desk and ask for um, you know, say, I would like to do your hidden Mickey hunt. And they'll be like, okay, here you go. Like, I know they one got, they've got one at Animal Kingdom Lodge. They've got one at uh, Fort Wilderness, which is another deluxe resort in the Magic Kingdom Resort area. Um, again, a lot of the re deluxe resorts, they have these things. And cast members will even kind of encourage you and help you. So you'll get to see some of the resorts, uh, hotel, and, you know, again, even if you're not staying there, and you'll get to meet some awesome people, and you'll get to create some awesome memories while you're doing it, and you're not paying anything extra to, to, to run around and, uh, and see that resort e either. So it's a free thing. Awesome. And sometimes they even have little prizes that, that they'll give you at the end. So that's about all I've got tonight. If you do have, I forgot about the prize announcement, but if you do have a uh, suggestion on something that you like to do on, on rainy days, please let me know. I want to hear about it. I want to be able to share that with other people. Um, so again, we can benefit from each other and learn from each other and make this kind of a group experience. So again, I also want to encourage you to leave a review. Uh, if, you're le if you're listening on right now live on Facebook, um, if you'll go to my travel page, that's travelmationfacebook.com slash travelmationjohnr, or you can just type in at travelmationjohnr. I would love for you to leave a review there uh, to let me know how I've helped you. If you've booked a trip with me, or even if you haven't, if you've benefited from um, you know these these conversations that we've had with Travel Tips Tuesday in any way at all. 
uh, I would love to know how uh, so we can spread the love to other people that may be looking uh, for a few tips and tricks along the way. So whether they be you know first timers or, or veterans. Also, if you're listening on podcasts, please leave a review where you're at, especially our, our friends that listen on uh, Apple Podcasts. So the most folks that listen to the show uh, on, on podcast form listen to it. About 85% or so listen to it uh, on Apple Podcasts. And would love for you all to leave a review there um, to let me know, uh, you know how, it, how things are going, what you enjoy about it, what, what you like about it, so we can do uh, more of that and uh, continue to help people out and be informative because that's kind of the kind of the whole point uh, that we're learning from each other and again my planning services are free i am affiliated with travel nation llc which is a uh, full service customized you know vacation planning uh, travel agency that specializes in disney destinations but we do a lot more than that like universal different cruise lines all inclusives uh, and a number of different things. If you can think it uh, up, if you can dream it, we can help you figure out a way to make it happen. And we want to do that. And again, Travelmation is based out of Fort Lauderdale, Florida. We have a team of well over 300 agents from around the country, a lot of different levels of experience. So if I don't know the answer, I'll, you know, I'll tell you up front and, you know, we'll figure out and we'll make sure that you are well taken care of. We don't charge anything extra for our fees. Uh, we don't get compensated until well after you return from your trip because our suppliers and our company wants to make sure that you are well taken care of and we don't want that pressure to be on you. Uh, I'm not going to give you an experience that you don't want um, for a number of different reasons. But again, I do this because I love it and it's a lot of fun and I love meeting new people and I love uh, helping people create lasting memories for a lifetime. So we'd love for you to reach out to me if you have any questions about that. So. The big winner for, so I'll find my little thing, right here. So I went ahead and put it back in this little package so it's ready to go in the mail. So if you're wondering who won our little package, I went back and I looked at who had left me some reviews and, and comments and even thought about some of the folks that had interacted with me on uh, Travel Tips Tuesday. And I am very happy to say that my friend uh, Hope Mackey, you are a lucky winner. And I will shoot you a message if you're still listening. If you're not... Um, you, know, you, can, you can shoot me a message and I'll get your address information and send this over to you your way. Again, I don't even have one of these. I'd love to keep this, but this is yours just as kind of a thank you for um, listening in and tuning in. And again, this is a lot of fun. So you can let your daughter play with it if you want. <laughs> um, so hope you all enjoy that and you can take that with you on your next trip to Disney. So um, again, if you all have any questions at all, if I can help you at all in any way, please let me know. Um, it is my goal to serve you and to serve you well. And I want these conversations that we have, I want these experience, experiences that we have together to, um, to be something that's meaningful for you and that makes a difference for you. So I want to be able to, to talk back and forth. So again, thank you all for joining me uh, tonight on Travel Tips Tuesday. I do hope to see you again next week, next time together. And uh, we hope you have a magical evening and we'll see you real soon. Bye-bye.